Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cincinnati Sports Review. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. And Nick, we got the draft next week. Are you excited? I am. What have you What have you heard so far? It It, it seems like closer in to the draft, it's a lot kind of more consensus on uh, the center out of Iowa. Um, I forget his name. His name's like Tyler. Yeah. Um, Lit Linderbaum. Starts the L. So yeah. Yeah. So that seems to be the consensus across the board. Of yeah, I someone mean, who's that would be awesome if he actually falls to us. I, I don't think he will though. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's it's very possible. I feel at the same time they've done a good job with their O line. They got three new. You know, starters, you still have Jonah Williams, and then you still have Carmen, or they could bring back Quentin Spain. I think he's still available um, as a starter. So they have options, so I don't think they necessarily absolutely have to go offensive lineman because they've done a good job kind of shoring that up. But I would st- I would be okay with it. And it's not like like last year everybody was so – like it was like 50-50 split on Chase and – Sewell um here you know I, I think most people are still saying go lineman yeah I mean honestly at this point I, w- I would think you would go for best available obviously except for positions where we're really strong like um, yeah receiver um but I, I think they are going to go lineman here yeah, I would. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't, but I the expectation is they go lineman. Um, I think the other position I kind of shored up a little bit was tight end because they signed Hayden Hurst and Nick Eubanks from Detroit. Um, so they kind of replaced Uzama with some depth. Do you think they could go tight end in the first round? I don't think they'll go tight end in the first, but I think I mean they are going to draft a tight end. There's no way they're not. Yeah. Um, there's just I, I don't think there's any um, first round tight ends in this draft really. Yeah, I don't I don't remember hearing a whole lot. Like it's like last year Kyle Pitts was a big deal and that was the talk of the town. But outside he was of that, basically a receiver. So <laughs> yeah, he basically played receiver. Um, our first round tight end luck has been kind of a mixed bag. Jermaine Gresham was okay. Tyler Eifert had very good potential, but was very injury prone. He had one. Pretty much only one good season. Like, he had like if if he could like replicate his 2015 for the rest of his career, he would have been a Hall of Famer because that was a pretty darn good season. And we like, would have gone to the playoffs more. I don't want to talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just yeah, he was definitely the the case of like outlier season. Um, so much potential lost to injury. It's very unfortunate, but you know here we are. You know th- this is this draft. I'm not super excited for the Bengals actually. Um, just really? because we're so far down in the draft, <laughs> we're not going to have any top players, and that's weird for us, right? Dude, we um, have never drafted this late before in the first round. Like, literally never. It's like, insane. Back, back when we were Super Bowl runner-ups, they didn't have 32 teams. They had, you know, 26 or whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, never, so, ha- never been this late. So, honestly, what I'm more interested in is those the early picks because I want to see what, you know, what, how teams improve, and I also want to see how teams in the, the division pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Pittsburgh, they're probably going to go QB in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard who they like so far? Who Pittsburgh likes? Yeah. 
Um, no, I haven't heard who Pittsburgh likes. Um, you know, th- I'm going to be completely blunt honest. I hate Pittsburgh, so I don't follow them particularly well. But um, I think they would probably need a QB. I just don't know who the hell it would be. I mean, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> he did, I swear. He uh, he had his pro day, or I guess all the Bearcats had their pro days. Um, and Mike Tomlin came out. They all went out to dinner at Jeff Ruby's. So, um, you know, if they like him, it seems like a good fit. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh has been pretty good at drafting uh, throughout the years. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't see anybody really taking Ritter in the first round or the early second. So if they can trade up in the second round, they might be able to take him in the second. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I think I'll still go first round, but that's just me. I I hope they take him. I just think there's no really the quarterbacks are going to go in the first uh, ten picks, and then the rest are going to be later rounds. I think, um, but I wouldn't be too too mad if they picked Ritter. I mean, I obviously I've, I haven't been the biggest fan of him, and I think that no, you're very biased on him. Yeah, and I think uh, you know I think we'll do good against him. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um, I do like beating them Steelers at no matter the cost. Um, yeah, the quarterbacks this year, it's like, I I don't know. None of, nobody's really like, it's not like a Joe Burrow where it's like, this guy, you cannot pass up on him. Like most of these mock drafts have the first like four or five picks go defensive players. Yeah, honestly, it's it's a pretty weak draft i think i mean it's weird to say but like the top 10 picks are kind of all over the place no one knows where people are going to go but it's also because there's not really no one's really separated themselves from the pack i think yeah and a lot of teams that are picking top 10 a lot of them made moves on quarterbacks like obviously jacksonville's not going anywhere with quarterback um texans might some of these teams might but some of them might not it's not you know it's not very Falcons. They just signed um, Mariota. Like some, I think I think some most of these teams could use quarterbacks, but whether or not they're going to take a quarterback, you know. Who's the QB for the Panthers right now? Um. Oh, what's his name? I can see his face. <laughs> um, he was the guy. He used to be the Jets quarterback for a couple years. He was first round pick. Uh, he was recently in the news because he went on a podcast and was like, oh, "I know I'm a good quarterback," and people kind of laughed at him. Oof. I can't. Oh, I can't remember I his remember. name. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Ah. Uh, I had I had his picture in my head. Like I just couldn't. They might I just couldn't get there. They might go quarterback as well. That's the thing. It's like okay, Texans could go quarterback. Detroit should probably go quarterback. Jets, no, they just got the one guy. Giants, probably. Carolina, probably. Giants again, probably. Falcons, the Giants probably. have so many draft picks. I, I think they're they're probably going to pick up a quarterback at some point yeah, in this they draft. They got two top ten picks because uh, Chicago was dumb and traded their first-round pick for for Justin Fields. You know, he probably was going to be there when they drafted anyway. It's like, um, this is kind of off topic, but you remember when Carmelo Anthony was like, yeah, I'll probably sign with New York in the offseason. And then the Knicks just traded for him anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. like... He was good to go there, just, you know. Yeah. Um, even still, like, kind of eyeballing it, 
I could see some of these teams later in the draft going quarterback. Kansas City has two uh, two selections right next to each other in the end of the f- end of the first round. Yeah, they pick 29th the and yeah. 30th. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just it it's unfortunate where we are <laughs> in this draft. But I, I mean, that's the price of success, you know. Yeah, I I think uh, I think within the first three round, rounds, we're gonna go O line at some point in there. Um, O line, tight end, and probably probably a cornerback. Oh yeah, yeah, we're weak on corners, right? I think that's the biggest need right now. Even though they have decent veteran depth, I think they could use a Eli Apple replacement. Yeah, I mean, just just because I don't see him signing a long term deal here with us. Agreed. I think I, I would go secondary, so cornerback or safety, even. I mean, a lot okay. like uh, what well, Von Bell is aging, right? He's he's older. Um, he's he's not like he's in the he's not done, but it, it would be good to have somebody, no. um, you know, tr- someone in the backup training up. Yeah, and it's who knows what they're gonna do with Bates. Even though I, I think they're still gonna get a deal done, but uh, I could be wrong. I want to say they signed Bell to a three-year deal. Yeah, three-year, eighteen million. So this would be his last year, and then Bates is on the um, franchise tag. So both safeties are on the last year of their prospective contracts, essentially. Yeah, so, so they could go. I think a safety would be good. Okay. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. Uh, I mean, J.C. Bates was a third round, but we picked him. We got a lot of good value out of him there, so oh, I yeah, wouldn't mind. Sure. Um, Safety I, is just I, such an important position right now, safety and corner. Yeah, which is weird because a lot of people on the subreddit keep saying that the safety is, like, valueless, and it's like, what? <laughs> it's crazy because we're in such a pass-heavy league. Like, the safety is the literally the last – stop gap to you giving up a huge yeah. touchdown <laughs> and and remember at the end of the chiefs game when they you know patrick mahomes last pass was a tip ball from both safeties covering tyreek hill like safeties are absolutely important yeah yeah i didn't get that at all i was like what <laughs> i think i think i safeties are still like they're not the cheapest contracts in in the league yeah i mean you, you see i mean it's kind of like you know teeter tottering back here like for the last five years all these teams have been loading up with offensive weapons you know trying to find their quarterback and getting all these you know all these high you know profile wide wide receivers are coming out um so now we're seeing a lot of people go defense first trying to bolster the secondary and get a bunch of edge rushers i kind of wonder too if we move you know it's been really pass heavy lately uh for the league a lot of like our base defense is a is a four two five, you know. If teams keep going that way, go faster. Uh, what if you know the league goes back to more run heavy in like ten years? Because it's like, oh, it, you're all playing uh, these spread offenses, but you know we got this big, big dude like Derrick Henry just blowing people, blowing these little guys over because, you know, you know it's it's how the game changes over time is very interesting. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever go back to the the way running used to be. No, they're probably the idea of a, you know, I formation uh or single back set. No, it's going to be a lot of stuff out of the shotgun, but I mean, yeah. Tennessee has found success. 
but they still run like a like a zone like a zone run scheme you know they're not a power run team they don't run from the eye a lot yeah and uh they do have a decent passing attack too yeah i mean a lot of a lot of their offense is based on zone run and then play action yeah i kind of got off topic just a little bit but just to kind of circle back on (laughs) drafting (laughs) just a little i mean so they got their three picks are in the top 100 i i think while you can get good value in four five six seven rounds your top three is kind of your your meat and potatoes um so i think if they can i think if they can draft really well in these positions get good depth in the later rounds stay healthy they could definitely make another super bowl run yeah, I mean, we haven't lost a whole lot. I, we talked about this already. We we haven't lost a whole yeah. lot in free agency yet. Um, you know, we we still have areas that we need to improve, but we can do that through the draft. And we 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 have a lot of young players that are on the team. You know that, um, in a lot of these key positions that just haven't had the chance to to play. So yeah, and I, the offensive core is still young and put together most of them are on rookie deals you burrow chase and higgins and then you've got uh both mixon and boyd on higher value deals but they still very very good at contributing what's always sucks is when these teams go out sign a player to big money and then they don't play because they get injured so we can stay away from the injury buck i think we'll do fine yeah i mean i i I think they're you know i think i think our team's going to be strong either way um just just looking forward to see how they how they draft uh, i hope they i hope they address a lot of the the weaknesses we have yeah i think you know they did a good job like i said offensive playmakers are set up they did a good job bolstering the line defensive line still pretty well put together potential upgrades you could maybe go linebacker defensive back and then kind of go depth from there um so i think overall i'm feeling pretty confident if we were to kind of do a little retrospective of like the last three drafts um kind of talking about the players they selected and kind of grading how well they did and kind of using that as like future perspective going back to 2019 uh that draft was okay um jonah williams and pratt were both good starters but then you look down the list it's like okay drew samples kind of been a, a bust per se given where he was drafted uh, Ryan Finley's not with the team anymore. Uh, they cut Michael Jordan after he was responsible for Joe Burrow's injury. So <laughs> that uh, that that draft wasn't particularly well. 2020 may be one of the best drafts we've ever had. Um, off the bat, your first four picks are you know all starters now. Burrow being Joe Burrow, Higgins being a really you know number one B. Uh, in terms of he would be a number one on most teams. Wilson's been a starter and playing really well. Davis Gaither's played really well. Wilson's um, been really Khalid Kareem big pickup. Yeah, and even like the seventh and the sixth and seventh round, Adenogy's played. Uh, Marcus Bailey has seen playing time. Like all these guys, you know. Obviously, the top four picks were spectacular, but even the lower rounds were depth. And then going last year, you know. Chase being the first pick, great A, you know, great, perfect pick. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Carmen, 
Yeah, absolutely. No fucking debate there. Uh, Carmen, I think there's still some potential for him, so we're just going to see how that goes. Um, Joseph Osai, uh, injury in last year's training camp. You know, a lot of these guys are in that same situation, didn't see as much playing time. There's a lot of hype for him, though. Yeah, I hope he, he – I mean, he sacked Tom Brady in the preseason. I mean, you do that, you get a lot of people hyped. So, yeah, yeah. which is weird to think about. Our our defensive line did so well last year without him. So, um, Cam, Sable, Cam Sample and Tyler Shelvin both saw some playing time. Deontay Smith, some playing time. Evan McPherson, of course. Um, what a great pickup that was. Spectacular. Yeah, uh, Evans, uh, the running back, saw some playing time. So, um, while this is like only one year out, I would say this has been a pretty good draft. Yeah, I think it is really too early to tell, but um, at least we have, you know, we did draft people that contributed right away. Yeah, so that's I mean I'm calling I'm calling it a good draft so far, even though, you know, a lot of these guys haven't really, we haven't seen their full potential. Yeah. Um, but obviously with Chase and McPherson playing so well, um. I, I would say it's a good draft. So that's two good drafts in a row with, you know, 2020 being arguably one of the best ever. <laughs> no, it's for real. It's really, it was a really good draft. Don't laugh at me. For I, I think it's too early to tell. <laughs> hey, fair enough. But uh, uh, either way, if we win the Super Bowl next year, I'll, I'll agree with you. Okay. Um, e- either way, both you can, you can say that both drafts back to back were pretty good. Um, so I think if they can kind of repeat scouting their talent again, what can you say other than they're probably going to do well again? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they need a corner. They need a tight end. They could probably use another lineman. So I think we talked about a corner slash defensive back. So I think if they do that one, two, three, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah. I think so, too. All right, Nick. Do you have anything else you want to talk about for respect to the draft? Uh, Just one. I think uh, Sauce Gardner. I think he's going in top five. Dude, he keeps climbing. Yeah, I mean, he's just – he's looking so good. Like, it, I remember we were talking about hoping he would fall to us, but there's just no way. Oh, like, my God. Now yeah, there's I was... no way. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, it'd be really cool if he did, but like, he just he the, uh, the hype train just kind of went going. Like, there was even um, uh, Rich Eisen, you know who Rich Eisen is, right? Mm-hmm. He has his own like podcast and YouTube channel, and he was just going off on. He's like, yo, because he's a Giants fan. He's like, yo, them Giants have to take Sauce Gardner. They got two picks right in that area <laughs> where they could take him. One of them has to be spent on him. And he was like, you don't wait for that second pick and hope that he's there. You take him with that first one. Yeah, I mean, so. if he's on that five, then they better grab him. Yeah. Oh, they got they got him at five and they got him at seven. So it's like, if you don't think the Panthers are going to take him, you you know. Yeah. But, I mean, I, the hype – I saw one draft board. He was number three. So. I mean, he he's literally like one of the – I think he's one of the best prospects out of this draft just because he, he had the production and he has the, like, measurables – to be, yeah. you know, a great corner in, in the NFL. He's got, yeah, he's got really good uh, height, 440 speed, and then the um, collegiate resume to back it up. It, you just can't argue with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, we will be playing against them. 
Yeah, that, that's yeah. We're not gonna get him. That'd be really. That would have been really cool, but uh, that is what it is. Yeah, I mean, um, we continue the the streak of us not really liking Cincinnati players. <laughs> well, I think this one is uh, probably out of our reach. They did. They did hold a um. Uh, they held a, like a local players kind of deal where they had UC players, Ohio State players, and then if you like went to high school around here, they brought you in for a, a thing. That's so cool. some of the yeah, I I do enjoy that. I don't know if they've ever done that before. Maybe this is just the first time I've heard of it. But uh, I, I know Mike Brown loves Ohio State players. Fun um, <laughs> fun piece of trivia. Do you know that which which college is number one in players that we drafted out of? No idea. It's Ohio State. Like in all of history? In all of Bengal history, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, well, what about since like the 2000s? <laughs> it's probably still Ohio State. Really? I don't I don't know. So I saw this. I, this this was like an old I, – I maybe saw this in 2010, and they, they've drafted a ton of Ohio State players. I don't know if he would count Burrow because he transferred out. He does not count. Um, Who was the I, last you know, OSU player we drafted? Michael Jordan went to OSU. Sam Hubbard went to OSU. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some like I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, Ohio State is one of the most drafted like colleges, you know. Yeah, so here's an article from about a year ago. The Bengals now lead the league in former Ohio State players. Yeah, while Ohio State does bring in a lot of um a good talent and a lot of those teams go out and play in the NFL. They do bring in, you know, the team does bring in a lot um, from from the Buckeyes. I, you know, it's I think it may be a proximity thing. Like, oh, you know, this. I mean, Ohio State is probably the biggest football program closest to Cincinnati. So, I mean, I it absolutely is. I would say. Yeah. So I think I mean, he, maybe Mike Brown has a little bit of a bias, but still. <laughs> uh. Um. Nick, do you have anything else with respect to the draft you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. Do you have anything like just general league stuff to talk about that you want to talk about? Um, I haven't seen too many crazy things except for the salaries that these uh, receivers are getting. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's skyrocketing. Yeah, um, and the. This the cap goes up next year, right? Um, doesn't the wire doesn't it go up every year? It's it's a put no. It, it went down for COVID, um, mm. but it's 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 supposed to get go up a lot. Uh, I think next year. Okay. So basically, I I don't think we're gonna be able to keep you know all three of our starting receivers on the team. I think it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, I would say – I mean, I think Boyd's contract is pretty team-friendly. I mean, it's only $10 million. Um, But, yeah, once uh, – even Chase right now is at seven currently. Uh, the rookie deals, it's, it's cheap, right? Yeah, it's cheaper than, you know, even though he was fifth overall, he's still making $7.7 7 I mean, that's better than Tyreek Hill getting 30, so – yeah, but I would. Uh, uh, these guys are going to get ahead. a lot of money when their contracts yeah. are up, especially if they win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, it just seems like it's um. Uh, there's a thing for it. It's like 
ever expanding. I don't know. It's like, you know, one one player signs the biggest contract. Okay, then like two weeks later, somebody else, and like two weeks later, somebody else. It's like, I feel like Diggs just signed his deal and he got a bunch of money, and then Adam signs his deal and Hill signs his deal. It's like, oh my gosh, like keep just keeps climbing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how much money some of these guys are making. Yeah, and someone like Christian Kirk who has does not even have like the portfolio that some of these guys do is getting twenty million or eighteen. Excuse me, eighteen million. Like, well, he's the one that messed everything up. Well, not him. But, yeah. But uh, like some of these people, people like that's Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, but like some of these people at the top, it's like okay, Michael Thomas was really good. People like Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs was pretty good. DeAndre, like, okay, like a lot of these guys make sense. And you got like, why the fuck is DJ Moore up here twenty million dollars? Why is Amari Cooper up here for twenty million dollars? Why is Chris Godwin up here for twenty million dollars? Like, <laughs> it's like, it, it, why is Christian Kirk up here for eighteen? Why is Christian Kenny Galladay fucked this all up? He was the first one yeah. that signed that big contract for a player that has only really produced one year and hasn't he been injured every single year he never he's never gotten a thousand yard year yeah he never got a thousand yard year i don't think he's played yeah. every so game if you're if year. you're tyreek hill or you're Devonte adams or you're stefan dangs and you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait you're telling me a guy who's never even got a thousand yards getting 18 million okay time to change the system not even double digit touchdowns yeah and it's okay yeah Think about like what Jamar Chase is gonna say when his thing is up, you know. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of money. He, his, you know, because he was the fifth overall pick, and obviously higher picks. Like his contract is thirty million dollars. Um, and then Higgins is only eight million because he was second rounder. So. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's basically nothing. Like if you compare yeah. that, like the value you get out of that compared to what you would actually have to be paying him if it wasn't the rookie deal would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I would. If I'm, I'm going to make a bold assumption or prediction. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is true or not. I'm. I'm sure they're probably going to have Burrow, Higgins, and and Chase. I think that's the core they're going to build around. I agree. I don't. Yeah, I don't see them. I mean, how much? How much does Joe Mixon have left on his contract? I think maybe three more years. I think he had a four-year extension, and this was the first year of it. So. Three more years of that. After that, they'll either cut him or, you know, bring him back on the cheaper deal because they're like, hey, we can't afford you at whatever rate you were at because, you know, here's who we got to sign now. Joe Burrow's going to ask for a fuck ton of money. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> and I think Mixon is going to get a lot of money, even though, like, running backs aren't, you know, very um, valued, I guess, anymore. Um, he's still putting up better numbers, like, you know. He's getting better. Yeah, a lot of um, uh, running backs from his class signed deals, and a lot of them have not produced as well as he has. So let me take a look at. Okay, so Leonard Fournette. Eh, okay, uh, McCaffrey's been hurt a lot. He, well, I would argue probably a better player. It's just so injury prone. Um. Dalvin Cook and, and other injury prone. Alvin Kamara's had issues um, off the field. Uh, James Conner was okay. Kareem Hunt seen issues. Like, I think Kamara's pretty good. I I think Kamara is the best running back in the NFL. <laughs> he 
even even Damn. better than than um, Henry because he's he's so dynamic in, in pass mm-hmm. catching. Probably if you're just looking at like a straight pass r- or um, straight running back, um, Henry's probably better, but just because Kamara can do so much more. Kamara never had a thousand yard rushing season. No, but I think his um, his total total scrimmage yards I think are probably better than everybody's. Yeah, he, he's um, very versatile. <laughs> definitely not better than um, than Derrick Henry, but. Uh, that's just that's just kind of my personal opinion. Yeah, in, in the right system, he's he's. Uh, well, I think in the modern league, he's he's definitely the better, um, better player for the league. Yeah, but Henry just does so much up the middle, and like you said, um, the the running scheme that they were. I forget what you said. I forget what it was called already. Wow. P Ryan was uh, in that draft too, wasn't he? He's done all right for himself. Yeah, for for where his position was and where he like he was a backup in college and he did pretty well. Yeah, I mean he uh, he he's actually put up really good like stats for a backup running back. Um, you wouldn't yeah, think it, but he has he's had some like big runs the past two years that have really bumped up his numbers. Yeah, and he he had some really good plays in the passing game. Uh, in the in the last year that you know make him look pretty good too. Um, okay, if you look at Mixon versus McCaffrey, uh, just kind of comparing their numbers, Mixon has a thousand yards more, three more uh, rushing touchdowns, but he has nine less receiving touchdowns. Uh, so he, he's getting more done on the ground, but um, he's not scoring as much. Which you know, with this how pass heavy or yeah, pass heavy are. Uh, well, number one, how pass heavy are system is now and b how just poorly in the red zone we did the like three years of his career <laughs> no i'm serious i, like, I get we it like it's just uh it's 2019 is hard to like it's hard to combat that with with stats mccaffrey had a crazy year he did um and that's why he got the big contract the next year but he has been injured the past two years yeah which i'm sure they're kicking themselves now <laughs> Uh, I mean that's the that's the thing that you uh, that's the thing you sign up for. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Thank God he got paid before he got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he got paid and started getting hurt almost instantly. I mean, well, for real, like the, the year before they used him so much too. I mean, I mean I've, that's why he had four hundred touches. That, you that's know, fucking that, insane. That, <laughs> that takes a wear on it. Yeah. Um. But what I, what I was trying to say is our twenty nineteen and twenty twenty red zone offense was like the worst ever. Which is weird because the year before, which was Marvin's last year in 2018, they were actually a really good red zone offense. Their problem was they didn't get to the red zone that often. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they, once you got down there, they were going to score a touchdown, but they just couldn't get down there too often. Then conversely, like 19 and 20, uh, they could get to the red zone. They just weren't very good at, at punching in for touchdowns. It's very weird. But that that's all changed now. Um we are both now good at getting to the red zone and scoring in the red zone. Yeah, our offense is uh, definitely the best it's ever been, in my opinion. I would agree with you. It's certainly the best passing offense of all time. Um, there may be an argument for better total offense because I think we've probably had better running games before. But uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Mixon had a really good year last year. 
He did have a really good year last year, but I, I think if you look it up, I think Corey Dillon's best year is better than Mixon's. I think. Um, but you, you got to put like the whole run game together and combine it. I just think last year was one of the. I don't know. I don't. I'd have to look it up, but it'd be hard to beat statistically. Yeah, in our history. Um, I think. Yeah, for our history, I think if you you know it was absolutely the best passing offense we've ever had. Yeah. Um. There's no denying that. And then uh, the running game was pretty good. Like, it was probably if, – if, if our passing offense was A-plus, our running game was probably B-plus to A-minus. Um, I would probably lean towards A-minus. So, like, that – that the combination of the two um, is probably one of the best. I don't know. You would have to look it up and, and kind of really dive in. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard, to, hard without looking at the stats. I mean, obviously, it's it's impossible to compare, anyways, just because of the league is so different now than it was then. But I, yeah. this is definitely, at least, it's been the most exciting for me to watch. Oh yeah, I'm I'm the most excited for this upcoming season. I have been in a very very long time. Dude, we were so like down about the Bengals before the year started, oh and then we just <laughs> we kept like, winning. I was, <laughs> I was ready to call it the decade of despair. I go to Greece for like two weeks. We won, you know, against Minnesota. I'm like, oh, oh, here we go, and then. They start three and one, and it's like, oh my god, this is this is a playoff year. We thought they were going to go like one and three. They do the opposite. Yeah, so. it's proved us wrong. Yeah, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy journey, and I'm happy that uh, we're actually excited for next year. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be more excited to be wrong <laughs> <laughs> about all that. Uh, yeah, no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch this draft and see who they get and. You know, it'll get all this excitement up, and then it'll kind of low down for a little bit. Uh, and then once July and August come around, start to ramp back up. There's really nothing that really goes on from, like, May to May to the end of July. It is the off season. Yeah. Even though, even though I know there's OTAs and rookie camp and all that stuff. Yeah, that doesn't – there's just not much information that you can get from that. Yeah. So I think going forward, we're going to do a post-draft discussion, talk about who we draft. Then we'll probably take some of the year off to, t- you know, from football at least. Um, we'll probably, co- I'll probably complain about the Reds a little bit. You would. Yeah, because it's 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 terrible. Even though you said I you really weren't going to talk about them again. I know, but I <laughs> I I really I just really need you to I really need to talk to you about this because this is really bad. This is like really bad. Oh, I guess there's one thing that um, that we need to talk about is um, so John Ross didn't qualify for getting a uh, a draft like a compensation draft selection because <laughs> he didn't play enough because he's not very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, right? He uh, yeah, it's like, well, the least you could do is like be better somewhere else a week. Get a draft pick. He did get a touchdown. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was like his one good play. <laughs> He had 11 catches for 200 yards last year. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, his career has been a huge disappointment. Yeah, he was basically like what Chase – he should have been what Chase is now. Like he has – he's much faster even though he's a lot smaller. Um, But I don't know. Like it, just imagine an alternate universe where like say Jamar Chase was available in 
2017 when he was there and we could have selected him and how how differently things would have been or just even a simpler <laughs> hypothetical of just just John Ross had played better than he did and wasn't so injury prone like what would have happened yeah I, I, I think, think his biggest problem would've... is he seemed like he didn't care to learn like I don't know his footwork wasn't great his route running wasn't great and that's like something you know Chase is excellent at yeah and it didn't seem like he uh, new route trees in playbook enough to like you know really get it. Yeah, for like obviously for a guy that fast, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be that easily covered. You know. Yeah, like he yeah, had a trouble lot of getting separation. Yeah, and a lot of that is like you said, footwork. Like Chad Johnson, he was not the fastest guy on the field, um, but his footwork was good enough where he could deceive you with what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. And, and I've seen so many highlights of Chase just like have like the most insane footwork. Um, yeah, he's, he's incredibly good at route running too. So, yeah, you need. I it's, mean, it's, it's not just all about the the raw, you know, measurements. Yeah, there's also there's also a mental aspect to it too. Your ability to want to be able to do things and your drive to do it. Um, I don't think he had that at all. John Ross, I mean, yeah, Chase obviously does. No, Ch- obviously. I think too. Um, I th- I'm sure Chase, uh, if he had gone elsewhere and been selected a, a different place, I'm, sh- I'm sure he still would have had like a good season and uh, a good start to his career. But I just think him being with Burrow, I think those two, we talked about this plenty of times. I think those two just mesh so well. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine they're, I, I, I hope they both play the rest of their playing careers with each other. That would be yeah. pretty nice. That would be pretty nice. I mean, obviously, if, you know, 10, 15 years from now, if that's not the case, you know, for all, you know, <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> as like all these athletes get older, it's, you know, they have different ambitions and things and maybe they want to play elsewhere. I, it'd be cool if they did that together here, but I can't predict the future. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nick, do you have anything else that you want to go over? Uh, I don't think so. Just looking forward to seeing how we, how we draft. I am too, and hopefully our listeners are as well. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you like what we had to say, please follow and subscribe and listen to us next time. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.